We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Now, let me welcome on to the Top Dogs podcast, the Queen Husky herself, your majesty, Andrea Hurley. How are you doing on this fine Thursday good. morning? How are you? I'm uh, I'm always good. I'm always good. So you're a champion now. How's it feel? I'm, am I? Oh, my God. Um, it, feels, it feels good. It feels not any different. I could tell you that. I thought this season would be a lot different, um, feel a lot different. For me, it does because I'm just like. We did it. This is great. Like now it's just fun, but that's not how the whole house feels. So <laughs> well, let me ask you this. Let, let me ask you this. Um, we all know that behind every successful man is a strong, powerful woman. Right. Um, and I think that we have to give you a lot of credit for the success that UConn has had under your husband's leadership. So my question is, did they get you a ring? Did you get a national title ring? Is there one emblazoned with Andrea Hurley on the side? I do. I actually got a pendant. So a pendant. it's the ring, but a pendant and has Hurley on the back. It's I love it. It's so nice. I love it. So I, I just, since you are the one that washes the underwear on the road, since you are the one mm -hmm. that makes sure that our lunatic of a head coach has clean underwear for every game that he plays for good yes, luck. Yes, he I, does. I think, if you're not going to get a national title ring, I think you need uh, you need something. You need something, some kind of jewelry, some kind of present. So if he hasn't Agreed. gotten you one yet, we got to make sure that happens. Oh no, I, I I get my own. I get my own. I can't <laughs> wait for him. Yeah, he's so good. Like I could, you know, he doesn't really. He, I could do it. You know, I like in Houston. Every time we won a game, I go to the store. You know, like every time we win, I'm like. Thank you, Rick Pitino. Like, thank you. I would be like, I would just buy something, you know, off of like somebody else. So he didn't even know. But I have is he a, lot a good of gift giver. He he actually is. He's yeah. a like I have to like. He's a a good little gift giver. Like I have to tell him like the nicer things that I want, and he gets them done. But he, actually, this year for my birthday, he got me something I didn't ask for. But that's also because he now is asking like the wives of the staff, like, you know, what to get. Um, and they're helping him out with that. But otherwise, he's the best gift giver. He always was like, even when we like had no money at all, and we would skip, we'd give each other $50 for Valentine's Day. And we'd say you have to spend it down to the penny. 
he'd get the best things ever. It was like, he really is thoughtful. And even with my kids, I'm like, what are we divorced? Like my kids' birthdays, like I'll buy like a bunch of stuff for the kids. And then he'll be like, oh, I have a few things for, you know, from me. Like, what? but he, he's very thoughtful. Like it, there's a thought that goes into everything. Well, I'm just glad it only took him uh, 26 years of marriage to figure out that it's a good idea to ask your your wife's friends uh, what presents she would like and yeah. what would look good. So I'm glad he it's, finally yeah. put that together. Only took. Two I mean, and a half there seconds. were there were gone are the days. Hopefully that um, I remember. I, I think I did. I tell you guys this once that I got a, a gift card to uh, the Dollar Tree for Mother's Day, um, and I he went into the shower. Like we were in. Like I went into the room and I I slid down the wall. I was like crying. I was like. He got me a gift card to the Dollar Tree, like $50. What the hell am I buying in the Dollar Tree for $50? Like, what would possess you to go in there? Like, I don't even, but thank yeah. <laughs> it was, I mean, guess it was, and it actually was thoughtful because I was a CCD teacher and mm -hmm. I was always going in there to get the kids like crafts and stuff. So that was his point, but, which I guess was thoughtful, but still like, really? Come, <laughs> Come on, Dan, you got to be better than that, Come man. On. Um, all right. So the last time we spoke, you were preparing for uh, a run at UConn's fifth national title, a third national title for Hurley and Danny's very first national title ring. How have things changed in the last 10 months? Are you do you feel like you're more recognizable around town? Do you feel like you're getting more media attention? It feels like you probably have more of a spotlight whenever these uh, these games are on. If I'm watching on TV, there always is a Angie or Hurley cam at some point. How have things changed? Uh, definitely, I'm going to say for me personally, it's like a weight lifted off because it's like there's no bigger – it's a shame. Like my husband has drilled that into me that it's shameful to lose. And when – like in – okay, we when we lost um, this season to Seton Hall, like I went to um, – it's it, but it, there's things that happened at that game too that it, like got me upset. So it's just like – it was kind of like it's a haze that fills you. And it's just like when you go to – I was actually in Whole Foods and I was I tell everybody I had to stick my head in the freezer because I just started to cry. Like in the middle of – it's so silly. It's like it's not that intense. Like it shouldn't be like this. And it just it, – it's I, – I didn't – I wanted to get in and out because I didn't want to ask and I didn't want to answer any questions about it. And now it's like – it's like the way that the – because of after that, I don't really feel like that was the one time this year. Like, I don't mm -hmm. feel like that anymore. You know, like, you know, if you even after the season is over, like, you know, you people expect you. It's like, I can't believe it. Like, do they know how hard this is? It's like they expect you to do so good. And it's like you have this weird feeling. Now you, I don't have that anymore. It's like we could go anywhere. He like he doesn't like to go too many places like he's weird but like like you know when we do it's like it's fun now it's like people are always they're not saying stupid stuff is what i'm getting at it's like people say the dumbest stuff when they see you so it's like now it's everybody's so proud and that feeling of like being so proud of like your family it's it's amazing you know i, I go anywhere i could go anywhere and i just i could care less what people you know the negative people say because you know well, there's not going to be much negativity now. I mean, you you're coming off a national championship. You're ranked number one in the country. You're in first place in the Big East. Like everything is all it's happy times. You can't get much better than that. I, I do want to ask you this. So, you guys made that run. You reached that pedestal. You win the national title. That is what um, you strive for when you're in this business, right? And it takes a long time right. to get there. But when you win it, your family is there. Both of your sons are there. One of the sons is on the team. Parents, family. Bro uh, uh, Bobby was there. What? What stands out to you most about 
that win? Like what 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 are the memories that you have that stick out the most from from finally getting it done? It was the unexpected part of it because I um I don't know too much about that. Like I, I'm going to say I don't know too much about basketball. I don't know too much about teams. Nor at that point could I ask. You know, at that point, you don't, you're so numb. You don't ask. You just go to the next game, and everything happens so fast that you come home. You're only worried about packing, unpacking, getting where I need to go. Whose plane tickets I have to buy. So it was in excite. It was very overwhelming, but it was like this, like you kept squealing, you know, like you kept like, what is happening? And even, you know, I would talk to the, uh, you know, the, the other coaches, wives were like, what is happening? Like, what is going, like, we didn't expect that, you know, it's like all, all I wanted to do, I prayed to God to win the first game of the tournament. Cause it's just like, it's so miserable. You know, it's just like, you get, you get there. It's the, when you find out you're in the tournament, because the way our path has gone is that, you know, high school, Wagner, like the tournament, like when you were at Wagner, the tournament, that seemed like big boys. I was like the big boy mm-hmm. thing that like you, you don't, that it, that's so far off that it just seemed impossible to do. And then it's like, then you go to Rhode Island and we made the, to- like the tournament is something that, you know, it is so hard to get to. And it's like, they did it then, and it was a, the, the most surreal feeling to go all the way. Like that's, it's just, it's something I can't describe. And the fact that, like, everybody was there, like all the people that we cared about was there, and it was just like, but which you kind of wanna, you know, you kind of want to. Well, you want them there if you're going to win, but then if it ends up being something where everybody's there and you lose and it's just everybody is all miserable together. So at least misery loves company, right? But it's always... Yeah, and especially when you lose, especially like our... They stare at you. Like like our family, they just like look to see your reaction. I'm just like, oh, I hate when we lose and families around. It drives me insane. It does. It's just like, because it's like somebody died and nobody knows how to say goodbye. It's like, it's so... You want to say it's okay. It's all right. Like we... It's just a game, which I'm not allowed to say anymore anyway, but it's like... <laughs> don't worry. We'll edit that out. We'll cut that part out. I don't need to get mad at me. Yeah, but I don't know. Uh, it, it was just... I. It's a, it's a feeling I still can't describe to you. It's like it was an. Ex, it was just a... It was a, a time where it was just so exciting and like I don't even remember it, honestly, because it just went from one thing to the next and it was uh, mm-hmm. amazing. Um, so it's actually a year ago today, and it's actually it was kind of fortuitous that we're recording this today. Was the loss to Xavier at home? Um, it was the sixth out of eight. It was the probably lowest point in the season last year for UConn. They they were down big at home. They ended up making a run, coming back in the second half, but lost by three. Um, and that was the loss that kind of started the run that ended up leading to the national title. But um, I don't know if you remember that game or in that moment, but if you, if I could have told you what would happen in the in the year from then, when it felt like, it kind of felt like the world was crumbling down around UConn, right? And I remember having a conversation with someone and saying, "This is this is kind of like the turning point in in Dan Hurley's tenure at UConn. It can they can figure it out, they can put it together, they can make this run, or things can collapse. And you know, if you start out fourteen and zero and you have a bad year at a place like UConn with expectations." Things can go bad quickly, right? Do you remember that game? Do you remember uh, that moment at all? No, it, it's almost like the excitement of the tournament. It's the same thing, but on the other, the other, the flip side of it. 
And I just, the, the, and I remember going, you don't want to lose, but you also don't want to go 14 and 0. I'm sorry. Like I'm, I'm from the outside looking in. That's not good for anyone. When you go 14 and 0, people think you're untouchable. Like the fans think you're, you know, you're never going to lose. That's not, I don't like, I didn't like that. And of course, and you don't want to lose. So I don't know how to fix that all, but it was such a bad time. And it was his birthday too. It was his, cause it was like COVID, um, you know, everybody was getting COVID at that time. It was his 50th birthday. Um, I was throwing all these, you know, fun things at the, he didn't even go to any of it. Like I, it was, it was a time where, and he kept saying like, this is not a place you do this. Like we'll be out of a job this year. And I'm like, we, we just went 14 and no, we were the best things that ever happened. How could you, he's like, if this doesn't turn around, He's like, we're, we're done. This is our last year. And I was like, stop. And he's very dramatic. And he's very, but like, no, you know, I think that's what could have happened, you know? And it's just like, then, you know, you internalize it and you're like, oh my God, like we were, we're just at UConn. And then if you don't do well this quick, you know, like if you don't turn things around, you're like, it was scary. I got to say, like, it's, I, I, I call it the furnace in your stomach. It's like mm-hmm. every day I would wake up. And I would be so nervous. Like you get like, like almost like you're going to throw up. Like, but I went, that lasted all day long, you know, like, and it was for a long stretch of time. And it was just this nervousness that you have. And it, it's just like, it's like a black cloud hanging over you. It was scary, scary time. So I remember talking with him in the preseason. He, he told me that um, at some point, I don't know when exactly it was, but at some point, and it was probably a couple different times during that run in January when things started going bad, um, the stuff with the officials was building up, the stuff with the frustrations outside of just coaching your team was kind of building up. And he said that there was a point in time where he kind of had a come to Jesus moment and a conversation with you and with Brett, um, Brett Justice's agent, and that changed a little bit his perspective you kind of brought him back down to earth it sounds like you put him in his place do you remember that conversation at all and and what it entailed or is it just kind of that's how it goes in the hurley household sometimes you just got to put dan and keep him in line yeah well i mean you know what it is it's like um it's people are everybody is doesn't know how to approach him in a way that he's going to you know take because he right away wants to you know, wants to go back, you know, is going to go back at you, you know, and it's just like, so Brett called me, um, his agent, and I do very, like, I'm, I'm always the in-between for the agents, like, I always have a great relationship with them, um, we've had one b- before Brett, and uh, it was like, I would always be the one to handle, you know, like, and I'd say, this is how you're going to go about it, and, and I said to Brett, like, he's like, Andrew, this has to stop, like, and I'm just like, well, if I say it, he knows I don't know anything. So it sounds silly coming from me. I said, Brett, go after him and don't – like, do not – if he yells, you yell louder. Like, you have to get it, let it sink in that this is a problem. Like, I and I know he's reacting. He's scared. He's, you know, frustrated. He's doing the best he could, you know, and it just wasn't, you know, wasn't equaling out on the court. And it was like, I know – you know, it was, it was a scary time for everyone. And I, he was, you know, he runs off a fear. So I said, please just somehow knock it in his head that he needs to calm down. It's just like, calm yourself down. And so he came in and um, he's like, I I just got yelled at. I just got yelled at by Brett. He's like, yeah. And I'm just like, 
he's like, I'm going to go sit down. So he goes down in the basement. I went down. He has this little room. Um, I call it the weirdo room because he has all this like stuff he's surrounded by that he like loves. And so he's down there and he's like, I'm going to, I have to coach my team. He's like, I just have to coach my team. He's like, those are my kids. I have to, that's my job is to coach and I'm not going to worry about anything else. You know, the outside noise, I'm just worrying about my team. And that's what he did. And every game he would write on his hand, um, coach your team. Mm-hmm. And uh, he would look down at it, I guess, when he wanted to pop off at the officials. And he calmed himself. So, I mean, the faces will never stop, you know, the, all the other stuff. Not, but I think he's done a good job, you know, figuring the, that part out. Yeah, it's the, it's the hurly eyes when he kind of gets like this. Yeah. Gets that face like that. That's when that's when you know something's not going well, right? When you get that look. I've never gotten that look. So I, I feel like I've done pretty well doing this job that I've never gotten. Yeah, I look. think I honestly think only the officials get that. I think that's only an official look, honestly. Like I don't think off the court, he doesn't really he gives a lot of other looks, but not that one. That's a funny one. Um, I do want to circle back on something. You mentioned the weirdo room. I, I gotta know yeah. like what is what is what's in the weirdo room. Oh God! Why is it called um, the weirdo room? It's not just a man cave. It's a it's a weirdo room. It's a man cave weirdo room. It's like um, you know, he has all his paraphernalia from like every you know his bangles, his um, all his favorite players, you know, from the, like the Royals, all his past players, you know, all the special kids that mean a lot to him. He's a he loves superheroes. He's a superhero nut job like he literally like he yeah it's like i get him things down it's all decorated and super you know i I have like hang posters and stuff like that yeah um inspirational quotes hanging all over the place um a lot of um religious stuff it's everything and it there's like this he sits in a chair and um it's like you know his uh like he does the incense and the smelly stuff and yeah and he is goes there a down, TV that's down there or anything, or is he just sitting down there looking at posters on the wall, motivational stuff, and the no, 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 over here? He goes, um, no, every morning he gets up super early every morning and he heads down to his spot and he does his meditations and his, um, you know, he prays down there. Then he does his journal writing and then he'll come back up. So he spends a good hour um, down there before he actually, like, you know, works out and does starts his day. Tell him to keep Every doing day. it because it's, it, it's working. Tell him if he needs us to send him some incense, we'll make it work. Oh, well, if people come in, like the, the, some guy came to fix something. He's like, he's like, your, your chimney. He's like, there's, um, he's like, I think you need, I'm like, no, that's my husband's incense downstairs. He's like, are you sure? I'm like, I'm positive. Like <laughs> just the incense from this morning. <laughs> my house smells like church all the time. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so after winning the title, you guys go to the what is it, the White House and New York Stock Exchange. Your, your husband sends Joe Biden to voicemail at one point. Was there, I'm sure that was a whirlwind. Was there like a, holy shit, we just did this moment for you that stands out? We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. And I'm going to say it wasn't during that whole time either. It was like um, I'm like pulling weeds in the backyard and I'm fixing the Yukon flag. And I'm like, like I like we just like, wait a minute. Like it hits you at different times. Like I'll 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 say that forever because during it, it's just a it's just you keep going, 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 going. And then I actually um, I I did like, I like to decorate. So I did like different pictures on the mantle and uh, for Christmas and it's all. And I printed out the one of him and president Biden. And as I'm putting it in the frame, I'm, I'm crying. Like I'm a cry. I'm like, I'm sitting, I'm sitting there crying. Like all the things that we've done, like the stock exchange pictures, like I keep going through like the, 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 the flags that are hanging in the arena. It's like, Oh my goodness. Like I just keep looking at how far we've come. And you know, it's like, like he was he was at Rutgers as an assistant working his ass off like and it just like and I knew then that you know like I couldn't believe somebody worked this hard and then when he got fired there with you know when the head coach got fired everybody goes and when he went to St. Benedict's I was like wait we're going to high school we're going backwards you know which was like the best thing that ever happened he learned everything you know he needed to know there from and we had you know he ran he he single-handedly ran those clinics there mm-hmm. and put together mm-hmm. these amazing and all the best coaches on the planet, like were coming to St. Benedict's and, you know, he would talk to them, especially all the kids that were being recruited there. He learned so much from those and he, like, what to do and what not to do. Cause there was a lot of what, you know, he said, I'll never be that way. Or, and this is like, you know, coaches that I even knew he's like, I'll never do it like that. I'll never do. And I'm like, Oh, okay. We're in high school though. And then to, Go to you know just the, the the steps that he took, and he just kept his nose down and kept going. It's like he, I just can't believe he did it. Like I just, I mean, I can believe it, but I just can't believe it. It's just something I, I, it just you get choked up over. It's like, ugh. You mentioned the and then all these pictures, all the pictures all over my house. It's like I don't have enough frames for them. It's like I don't know what else to you know. Well, hey Dan, if you're listening to this, remember more picture frames. Put that down. For a, for a, no, a I don't know. He can't get like picture frames. No, they'll be terrible. No, he's not, doesn't have good taste. No, no, no. Well, I just I need them a certain way. I need okay. I'm I'm funny like that. Gift certificate to Frames Are Us. There you go. Yes. Um, you guys spoke with Seth Davis 
I believe it was over the summer, but uh, Dan, and I give him a lot of credit for this. He, he discussed some of the mental health stuff he's dealing with. He talked about having a panic attack at the New York stock exchange. And um, one uh, that's, I, I hope you're proud of him for doing that. Cause it takes a lot of uh, intestinal fortitude to, to speak yeah. about that stuff publicly. And I'm glad he did. He probably helped a lot of people, but do you, do you remember that moment and, and kind of just kind of walk me through what happened there? In the stock, in the stock yeah. market. Yeah. Well, first of all, I knew, I, I knew that day wasn't going to go well. Cause we had, um, we had an event to go to the night before, mm -hmm. um, which went fine. Um, and then that morning, um, you know, he's, you know, when he gets ready in the morning, we're always late. So it's always like, we're always rushing or always, and he just, he, he talks to himself and he mutters a lot. And he's like, I, I hate doing things without my team. My team's the one that got us here. My team, my team, my team. And so I'm like, stop. Like your team, this is, you know, your team doesn't go to this. None of the teams go, you go to it. Like the coaching staff, like this is what, this is not, you know, this is one of the few things that teams don't go to. So I was, I, and I knew it, I felt it, you know, I felt that he was going to, you know, it was really bothering him. This team wasn't there and he was like, you know, getting accolades for something that, you know, that he really, he likes to be surrounded by, you know, everyone. So, um. I could tell he was because he wasn't leaving me. You know, I would like yeah, talk to somebody and then I could see like, you know, you know, somebody's looking at you. I kept so I he kept going like, you know, so I kept going. and I knew it. Um, and then a lot of pictures with people he doesn't know. It was it was a lot. It was overwhelming. And I saw the Hurley eyes. I call him the Hurley eyes. He was like, you know, he, he kept like looking and looking and I could I, like I he put his head down and I knew it. So I, I pulled them out. He's like. He's like, I'm having a panic attack. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm like, we're done. I'm like, just think about why we're here. I'm like, you're going to see your team. It was like talking to, you know, okay, like you're going to see, you know, you're going to see people who come for you. You'll see your team, you know, we're going to, we're going to go home. So I'm like, just enjoy this. This is something, this is such an honor to be here. And like he said, it, it's an honor to be here. I can't believe we're here, but it was just overwhelming. And I think we were all so tired. It was one thing after another. And just him being there, getting the, you know, getting all this attention and his team not being there was the one thing I think that really bothered him because when they're around, he's fine. So was that, does that happen often? Is that something that happened more when he was younger? Do you kind of know like how to handle those moments? I know, I know when he's had enough, like I know when he's had enough of somewhere, we're never somewhere too long you know that goes anywhere you know like he has enough and I could tell you know when he's done um I could just tell I mean I could tell on his face I could tell you know he gets like kind of short and you know I gotta I gotta take him out <laughs> <laughs> and then we we when we say our goodbyes yeah but it sometimes is. you can't you know sometimes you can't and it's just you know but yeah I mean he he can control I mean he's pretty good with him he's He's taught himself through meditation and so much. He listens to podcasts after. I mean, the man can't walk through the house. Like I was on, you know, I had a meeting the other day on a Zoom and he's walking through the house. That is, he ha he's constantly has a, something going. And it's like, I'm on the Zoom. Like I'm on, can I do something? And he's like, it's like a circus, like constantly. So he's constantly trying to help himself, you know, improve himself and learn different things. And, you know, and they're all self-help how to make yourself better it's, it's it's no it's nothing like you know i i do i'm like housewives and everything else no no he's always making himself better so uh, it's good for him he's done a good job i do think it's it's funny that you talk about 
your husband the way that I talk about like my four-year-old daughter, where when I take her to a birthday party, yeah, I can t- kind of tell when she's had enough and it's time for me to take her home. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, nobody knows Dan Hurley like I do. I mean, even like when I, when I see him coaching, it's like, I wish I had a, I wish I had an earpiece, like the secret service that I could put in his ear and just like tell him to stop, you know, like just to whisper to him, like to like, Dan, coach, your time. Time. like coach your team, yeah, man. coach your team, stop with the faces. It's going to be a meme, like knock it off. Like that's enough, you know, um, or that was a foul, Dan, you know, it's like, uh, so the, the last thing I got for you is, um, the, the underwear thing I, I do. It's just, it's so funny to me that you bring this portable washer with you. Have you always had that washer? Has this always been a thing? Is this just something new with the, uh, what is it? Me undies dragons underwear. And are you aware that there are fans that go out and that will buy these same underwears and like have them framed? I think he signed a couple of them. I've seen pictures of signed me undies underwear hanging That's around funny. all over the place. Well, no, Meandis actually sent him, um, and I'm like, I want to, I, I want to, I'd love to, but he can't, he can't like post it for whatever reason. But it's like they sent him a pair of the dragon underwear framed in this gorgeous frame with his picture. Dan, it was like, it's so amazing. It's it's hanging in his office. Um, but yeah, no, we started this like like a he like I said, he loves superheroes. Yes, he wears superhero underwear. He wears superhero socks. Every day we have, I have a superhero drawer for his t-shirts. Like he loves, it just, it, it helps. He drinks out of every morning. Um, it, I know game day cups. Um, he has superhero tea cups every morning. He leaves with like herbal tea and I'll say, what are we Batman? You know, and like um, Captain America is retired because we don't do well with him. So it's like, you know, we definitely, he, he's very into all that. So it started years ago. I saw superhero MeUndies, and I was like, "Oh my goodness!" So you know, you just—it's like mm-hmm. funny. You know, you spy a few pairs. If you—if I ever took a picture of his underwear drawer, because I roll them and I put them in like sections, like superhero, like animals, like they have the craziest patterns and they change. So um, yeah, so but he's not on dragons, uh, did him dirty. So he's on sharks right now. Sharks are back. Sharks are back. So yeah. Sharks are back. Yeah. Oh, man. Dragons really, are dirty. You really do yeah. have a five-year-old that you got to take care of who happens to be a very good basketball player. Oh, no, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> he's not on sharks. He's on um he's on um the wolves. He has got has got wolf underwear. Like um yeah, like I don't even know what the hell they are. Yeah, but and, and let me tell you something. It sucked because the other day that he had a game and then we had to leave for Villanova. And like I'm pretty good with laundry. I'm usually on top of it, but I was, I was gone all that, that day, you know, the day after the game, that Thursday, we had to leave Friday. I had to like, I'm like, I woke up in the middle of the night, oh, the underwear, because we were leaving the next day and I had to like put in a load to like time it to start at like five o'clock in the morning. So he had his, you know, had his underwear. But yeah, my son actually bought it. Like I was washing the underwear in like, I, I will never wash them in a sink. So like I was bringing this collapse, collapsible bucket. Um, with detergent and I would wash them and then I would wring them out and hang them. It was, uh, and it was like blow dry them. And then my son for last Christmas, my older son, Danny bought him a portable washing machine. So that it's so funny when you see like the managers it with the, with the, I know it's in that duffel bag. It's, it's like, they're, they're, they're like coveting it. They're making sure it's like, it gets to where it needs to go. It's like the most important piece of the program. And then, um, and then my son just completed the set, which I'm very grateful for. Um, he just got him a portable dryer this Christmas. So now we have the washer and the dryer. 
I have not used that yet because that comes out usually tournament time when you have to, you know. Yeah, when you're in the hotel for like three days in a row, right? Because you should see me. I have to like hang up the underwears like on the hanger and then I have to I, – I take my hair tie and I put the hair dryer like on the faucet of the sink blowing up at the underwear and I have to like sit in the room and – keep feeling see if they're dry it's ridiculous I, i'm just i'm just picturing you sitting there in the hotel bathroom blowing dry in the the underwear andrea where is my underwear done yet they're coming they're coming no, oh yeah he said he's like and then and then he gets so mad when they're stiff because like i'm i can't do anything about it like i cannot i'm not bringing fabric softener you get you get the sprinkled tide that is it like we're not doing that whole thing. Yeah, you got to so start staying in hotels that have dry cleaners. That's what you got to do. Yeah. Just bring his, bring his, uh, his dragging me on these to the dry cleaners. We cannot take that. We cannot. I cannot take that <laughs> chance. They are not. Nobody's touching those underwears. No. Yeah, but they. Uh, he had the sharks last year. Um, that went to the dragons. Like, yeah, we and yeah, now he's on like their coyotes or something. But I don't know what they are. But they're they, huskies. Uh, they're hu that's what they are. They're huskies. We'll just call them huskies. I don't think that's tough enough. Well, I mean, they're tough enough. But I don't think the animal itself is tough enough. I don't know. Well, yeah, listen, no. Andrea, it's always a pleasure. It's always great to hear from you. And it's always great to get insight into the mind of, uh, of Dan Hurley. That seems like sometimes it's a dangerous place to go, but I uh, always appreciate you jumping on. My pleasure. As you guys know by now, we've partnered with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks and we'll have special offers for the listeners and the viewers of the Field of 68 each and every week of the college basketball season. We have a special offer that will be available starting on Tuesday, January 9th and running through Monday, February 12th, the morning after Super Bowl 58. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, in honor of the big game, you can use the bonus code FIELD158 and you'll get $158 in free bets on your first wager with BetMGM, regardless of whether or not you win that first bet. Here's how you make it work. Download the BetMGM app. Sign up using the bonus code FIELD158. Deposit at least $5 and place your first wager on any game. You'll receive $158 in bonus bets regardless of the outcome of your bet. Just make sure that you use that bonus code FIELD158 when you sign up. And remember, BetMGM is now available under one wallet in select states. As a New Jersey resident, this is super convenient when I have to go cover games in New York or Philly, which happens quite a bit. When you cross state borders, you just log into your existing account and fire away. You don't have to create separate accounts in each state. It's easy, it's simple, it's clean. And most importantly, we have some fun stuff coming up for the heart of the college basketball season. Bet insurance tokens, college hoops odd boosts, and my favorite, a nice juicy parlay boost. So download the BetMGM app and sign up today. Field 158. Welcome back to the Field of 68 After Dark. John Fanta, Jeff Goodman, Rob Dalster with you on SiriusXM, on YouTube, on X. Let's go to the number one team in the country. And this Blue Blood was a winner tonight. Final score, number one, UConn, 66, Villanova, 65. Mark Armstrong made a half-court shot at the buzzer that may have meant something to some of you in your car. Hope you didn't drive off the road uh, and that you're okay. But Connecticut has won. Seven in a row? Guys, they have been a freight train. They're in first place all alone in the Big East. And this team just continues to find different ways. Tonight, Tristan Newton scored 19 of his 25 points in the second half. Jeff Goodman, Connecticut, 
What are you learning about this team, and are they the best team in college basketball? Yeah, I mean, I think I take them over any other team when it comes down to, like, one game. And, and I think it's because of what they did last year, even though a lot of their players weren't there. Uh, the culture, you know, they're tough. You know they can win games kind of like they did today, right, with, with their defense. You know they're, they're generally a pretty good shooting team with Caravan, uh, Newton, and, and, uh, and Spencer. And now you put Klingon in and he played, I think he played about 25 minutes today. It wasn't great, but again, he's not going to be great. He's missed so much time between the preseason and, and during the season. And even when he played, he wasn't hundred percent. So I think, you know, it's still unfair to judge him. You know, Diara has been really good. Like he's been really good for them. Uh, Castle, Rob tweeted it. It's true that teams are going to dare him to shoot the ball and back off him and play him like Rondo. He's got to make enough. Uh, but again, he gives them that that tough, you know, toughness. Like all their dudes are tough for the most part. Like Klingon's the one guy you almost feel like is probably too nice in a way. But all their dudes have that toughness to them, that fight that Hurley kind of wants and he recruits. But again, this team may not be able to blow teams out as much as last year. Uh, but again, I, I just trust them. I trust their players. Yeah, it's the the defense that we've seen the last two games against Creighton and Villanova is the thing that really stood out to me. Um, that was the big question without uh, Donovan Klingon there was what were they going to be defensively? And now that he's back, they give you the different ball screen looks. We talked about that on Wednesday with Gottlieb. And um, they have the great wall of Bristol at the rim, and he can kind of change things when you, uh, when you let drivers get there. What I was really impressed with was the fact that, one, the way that Villanova, like Villanova is not a great Villanova team, but they're old and they're tough and they're switchable. And the way that they defend is the kind of stuff that you have to do to take UConn out of what UConn wants to do. Um, so it's a it's a it's a tough matchup for for UConn to be able to win. And I thought that. Uh, the two times when Villanova made their runs and took the lead, UConn immediately responded with one time it was an 11-0 run, the next time it was a 13-0 run. And I thought that on the road against a good old veteran team when that building was getting loud, that's the kind of thing that a team with championship pedigree will do. So I thought that that was really impressive. The other part, Goodman, you mentioned it with Clinton, like he was sucking wind bad at the end of the first half and at the end of one of his uh, stints on the floor in the second half. Like, he was grabbing his knees. He was doubled over. He was really sucking wind. So um, once they get him back into shape, then I think we get a real sense for it. But, uh, I mean, it, it, would, the would winning you put a, play, Would you put a minute restriction? Not like a restriction, but if you're Dan Hurley, would you really protect Donovan Kling? Because I would. I, I'd limit him to 25 minutes a game for the most part, to be honest. And yeah, I know, I, I mean, I think, you know, maybe he's healthy. I think that's what they but, will do. I think that's what they're going to do. Like, if you look at what they did last year with Adama Sanogo and Donovan Kling, and it was like 27-13 was the split. And I think that's probably what it'll end up being moving, moving forward with this group. Like, uh, Kling played 24 tonight. Samson Johnson played 16. Yeah. I think it'll probably move a little bit towards Klingon in that regard as he gets into better shape. But it's not going to be something where Donovan's playing like Tristan Newton played 39 minutes, Cam Spencer played 37, Caravan played 37. Klingon's not going to play that. Right, right. Two things stand out. Since February 19th of last season, Connecticut is 29 and 3. 29 (laughs) and 3. Think of the, and it's not against cupcakes. So that's that's no. since late February into the postseason and then into this season. 
And, and it bears noting, they're 7-1 and one in the Big East. Uh, the, other, the other thing that stands out, at the start of the week, they were about 45th in Ken Palm adjusted defense. They're now up to 30. And that number is going to continue to go up. So you're right, Rob. This was where they, where they showed what they are defensively and how they can guard. That game plan against Creighton, who, yeah, uh, scored 90-plus today and, and went over Seton Hall, but, but still showed their offensive capabilities. UConn took Creighton out of everything they want to do. And, and I, I'm wondering, is this team going to go 17-3 and three in the Big East or 18-2? Or and two? Is that crazy? I mean, they, no, it's not crazy, but they, they still have their tough road games left, right? They still haven't played mm-hmm. a great net Marquette at St. John's. You know, they, listen, they've beaten Butler you know, on the road, Butler and Xavier. Those are two kind of mid-tier teams that aren't NCAA tournament teams on the road. So they don't have to win those. I mean, honestly – they got to stay healthy. Like, that's the biggest thing for this UConn team, honestly. If they go in with all their pieces, and Castle, Castle's probably the biggest key because you want him to be able to get that confidence shooting the ball and be able to make enough. You know, make one out of every three from three just so they can't completely sag off him and then make it tougher spacing-wise for everybody else on the court. All right, Rob, we're moving in 10 seconds. What does UConn finish in the Big East? They win it. No record. Record. With the record. Yes. For first place, whatever it is, it's first place. No, I think it's 16 and 4 oh would be my guess. Wait, 16 dodging. and 4. It's 11 25, yeah, and, and you're dodging questions right now. 16, 16 and 4. I just think 16 and 4. 16 and 4. Yeah. All right, let's move on.